0: You're listening to the Pinball Podcast, episode 221.
1: Yeah, you are.
0: Hi, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> Hi,
0: Jess.
1: Happy episode 221.
0: I know we made it.
1: I don't know how we made it. I feel like this is a milestone, even though that's not actually a milestone.
0: I mean, at at my age, every day's a milestone. <laughs>
1: I mean, for us, recording any episode is truly an occasion.
0: (laughs) It really is. Um, To be
1: celebrated.
0: To be tolerated. Um,
1: (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take what I can get.
0: How
1: have you been? What's been going on with you?
0: Oh, things have been um, my normal up and down. But I've had a lot of really high highs since the last recording.
1: Excellent. Um,
0: Yeah, some pinball related, some just like life related. Um we went down to Vegas for opening weekend of that the sphere opening. We saw the U2 show. Uh, oh, how
1: was the sphere? It looks really interesting, like visually very interesting. It was bonkers, crazy cool.
0: Um <laughs> it's it was kind of one of those things that uh, the, okay they're really sorry with it. Like the visuals are quite overwhelming, like they're everywhere, but it's just not visual. The sound is ridiculously cool. Um They have like ambient atmospheric atmospheric, uh, effects, so smells, uh, they're very Mm -hmm. subtle, so not like all of a sudden you get this real strange, strong smell of fake popcorn or something like that. But um, the way that they used it is there are scenes that look like you're outside, and they crank up the air conditioner, for example, so you feel like a light breeze blowing across you, and it smells like desert air. It's amazing. I mean, the whole thing was nuts. But... Um, yeah, I've been reborn in the belly of the sphere. I've <laughs> come out a stronger, not much wiser, but slightly more capable man. Um, That's very
1: really cool. cool.
0: It was a fun trip.
1: Nice. And, I'm glad you made it.
0: Yeah. And then more on the uh, lightly pinball related side, I was in Minneapolis just over this past weekend for a wedding and I got to meet someone a person I've ever met in the hobby before if I were to tell you this person I would say easily top three all time that's helped the most people in pinball like on the repair or diagnostics side of things um who would you think I may have met
1: oh my gosh I feel like there are a lot of them um I met Rob Rob Anthony at Texas and then again in Florida and he's been amazing he helped us with our pink panther board and i know he helps a ton of people
0: rob anthony would be in the um like mount rushmore of helpfulness for sure (laughs) um i've already met rob anthony many times before so it was not him okay you get two more guesses and then you're gonna say of course but
1: yeah i know i know i will um well nick baldridge is like an obvious
0: Oh, he is the saint of
1: pinball. Yeah. Seriously. Um, oh, let's see. I feel like I'm going to be embarrassed that I don't
0: get it. You won't be. I, 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 I was talking to my girlfriend about this. And I thought she may not get it because there's so many people. I and mean, everyone's experiences were funneled through like different avenues of help. But it depends on kind of where you spent your pinball time. But
1: yeah, my brain is like all over the place right now. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> okay. Who was it? It was Lloyd Olson,
0: you know, everyone's seen the the LTG sign off on uh, Pinside, but going way back to rec.games.pinball. He had his neon goose out in front of his place, SS Billiards. I think Lloyd has probably chimed in on 99% of all pinball threads posted on the internet where someone needed help. I have uh, never met Lloyd. He will be at Expo, so you have a chance rectify Um, the situation but he was super nice super cool i got to play godfather the first time there what would you think so i thought i thought it was fun i thought it shot well but i thought it was incredibly easy i think my first ball lasted like 20 minutes um and that's one of those things that even though i'm seeing coolest stuff i'm getting to see like all the modes and that's neat It, it would drive me nuts to I would have to, like, bastardize that game and make it incredibly hard, super steep, pull posts, and do whatever I need to do to make it ridiculous. But, um, yeah, yeah it, was, it was neat. It was cool. It just, uh, it was it was far too much on the easy side of things. Yeah. But, I'll I mean,
1: agree with that. It hands you a lot There were some cool of-
0: shots. There was a lot of cool things that it did. It um, was not bad pinball.
1: Well, I'm glad you got to play it.
0: Yeah. I also got to play Venom, but I played that, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And something about Venom is going to come up later, but I'll tell you, what, I, don't, I don't like it. I, mm. I think there's some aspects of it I really like. I like how it cycles the balls um, with the weird lock stuff. Yeah, but I the, played the Pro. staging
1: areas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I played the Pro, and it was just like backhanded combo and Mm. lots of that but then also i just felt like there were like six shots and that was it so
1: yeah i've played the pro and the le um and i will say that it it's one of those things where i just kind of play it and then like the people around me on the couple of occasions that people have been around when i played it have been like oh well you need to do this color of all this thing and then you move to this other and i'm just like um am i playing spectrum right now i don't understand what's going like with this color grid i was just i was just playing and the i like the staging areas i think it's interesting but it also interrupts the flow of what's a very fast game generally there's a lot of stopping which makes my brain super confused because it's like it's very fast and flowy but then it stops all the time
0: yes it does and also it kind of has a little bit of the stellar's effect there's so many indicators of of what you need to do up on the screen that you don't have time to look at those you have to I've never
1: i've never looked up
0: <laughs> you you have to go into the next combo after each shot immediately or or you're missing whatever opportunity you're supposed to be scoring for, which you don't have the opportunity to look up and notice anyway. So, yeah. um, but i I will say some of the shots really feel really good. I just wish I had yeah. more to do on it. And yes, the stop go mixed with the breakneck speed is so odd. Um, yeah,
1: it keeps you on your toes, though. I mean, I can't say that I didn't enjoy playing it. I've played it probably a dozen times yeah and i've had some like shockingly horrible games on it where i'm just like "Mm." and then i've had where i've actually done something but i didn't know how i did it and i was like oh that's not bad but i think if i could wrap my head around it without having to look up at the screen a little bit better then i might enjoy it more so i may just need more time with it which is how i tend to go with new games like if i don't If I don't have a good understanding of what I'm supposed to be doing, then it makes it more challenging. But I, you know, as soon as we get into, like you said, the Star Wars, like so many different sets of colors, but like you have to do the color things together. Otherwise, it doesn't actually progress anywhere that my brain is just like, "Mm, it takes me a second to get to get there.
0: I, I think you either need to pick a game that's very deliberate, flowing one shot to the next, or you need to pick a stop and go game. And and combining the two it just feels weird. Um, and I think we just have that there. Um, I did Maybe we're just last old. Week. It's funny you mentioned that. But yeah? <laughs> yeah.
1: I love Spectrum.
0: Uh, oh, Spectrum's wild. Yeah, it's a great game. But just you funny... can hear it. That, that was the thing is I could not hear it. Um, hmm. But it was funny because it was at our league night and everybody played it and like, well that was wild and they didn't know exactly what happened. But after everybody had cycled through their turns and they were going back and then they were understanding the color coding and stuff and all of a sudden it was yeah. the coolest game there, you know? <laughs> um,
1: and, if you can uh, hear Spectrum, it is so much fun. And it's one of those games where you have to be so deliberate with your you know oh, yeah. um, placement and things, and that's really when you actually start to play the game is when you get into that. But the first time that I ever played it, or the stretch of time that I ever played it, was on location at Seabar in Portland. And it, a lot of the times it was too loud to hear what was going on, but um, there were a few like quiet times I had with it. I was like, oh, this is what this game is. I love yeah. it. Plus, this is why everyone. Incredible
0: it's great yeah this is why it's a game that does so well in someone's home but on location people just get so confused they're like i don't know i shot the ball up and then for some reason it drained down my flipper all of a sudden yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but the last little thing i I forgot to mention this like the last two or three shows i may have mentioned it to you but i don't think it did on the show jamie keeps reminding me to talk about it Mm -hmm. is i picked up a blackout um Ooh. And it's in great shape. Like it it looks so nice. Um, Nice. Perfect back glass. And I do like that game quite a bit. Um, Me too. The only thing it needs is just to like adjust the pop bumpers to give them some more kick. But other than that, it is like a true nine out of 10 game um, condition wise. So that's one I'm going to keep around. I think that one's a fun one to compete on if you make it nice and tough. Um, Yeah. It, it's it's a lot of fun so i'm i'm happy with that pickup um that's a great yeah. pickup
1: congrats yeah, you just
0: don't see it very often anymore and so no i'm trying to build no. this weird eclectic collection you know <laughs> so that's part of that goal but other Welcome than that just my world <laughs> i i got into a pinball league and we were playing weekly we have it tonight and i'm doing really well i'm like out of i think there's 40 something players i'm in the top five or six right now and um i've uh, been
1: playing more pinball than i am
0: i don't know because i'm what happened it's rare that i've been playing outside of league except for yeah i did go to lloyd's place um but i don't know that's weird i think maybe you can tell us what you've been doing and we'll see why (laughs) um
1: let's see well the things that i've been doing have mostly been non-minball based um Uh, most excitingly i went and saw depeche mode and yeah um i sprung for for the good the good stuff and i was maybe five feet away from the end of the little catwalk that dave and martin come out on and it was so good it was so good i was just completely overwhelmed and apparently like i was dancing my ass off and i flew some wild arms and hit the lady next to me and didn't notice <laughs> sorry sorry um but it was so incredible they just i'm not going to say they don't age because obviously humans age but their performance doesn't you know like the energy that they have i wish i you know just to have what that like They still got it. It's still going. And I still get really flummoxed thinking about it. And their new album is incredible. So I was very, very happy to hear new stuff being played. And oh my God, I loved it. Just like top to bottom, amazing, amazing night. I would want to go do it a million times again. Like you tell me every night is Depeche Mode night. I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Super fun. And then... um, There's, you know, I've been nerding out on escape rooms for the past year or so, and um, there's a place in Orlando called the Escape Ventures, and they're like one of the best places in Florida, they're one of the best in the country, and they opened a new location out like on the other coast of Florida down in Port Charlotte, so um, made the trek out there um, to well, there's some, there's some top secret goings on that that I'm helping with um, that I can't talk about yet, but I will talk about soon, but also to play their new game. And it's, uh, it's called Phantom Files. So it's kind of a Ghostbusters-esque sort of thing. Um, and it was so cute and so much fun. So if you're into escape rooms and you're in Florida, go and play it because it's, it's just so great. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what i've been doing aside from working an obscene amount of hours um with seemingly nothing to show for it no there's things to show for it but you know how you get yourself into a hole where it's just work 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 and then oh, yeah. you lift your head up and you're like wait what what just happened
0: <laughs> where did life go
1: yeah exactly um but it's all kind of been in preparation um Because we've got some fun stuff coming up. Like Chicago People Expo. Yes,
0: we do. Uh, That's this weekend, which I really hope happens after this episode goes out. Because it's Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've talked about it a few times in the show. Trying to get the show ported over to a different host. And get us up on Spotify and anywhere else we're missing. It's the current host's fault. No, never mind.
1: really hard. Mind. We're trying so hard.
0: But yes, Expo this weekend, and one of us will be there.
1: It's true. And we'll be disappointed. It's me. <laughs> um, yeah, so Soft Plunge Double Danger booth is uh, booth number 140. We're kind of kitty-cornered to the American Pinball booth, so if you can find them, you can probably find us. It's kind of tucked over in a little corner um but we'll be there with swag so at least come say hello please um i'm never going to force anyone or tell anyone that they should please please buy things it's nice i will
0: I you buy so. her stuff people
1: <laughs> but i would genuinely like to see and talk to humans cuz i don't get to do that a lot these days but um yeah it was Not something that was necessarily um, planned on for a long time and more, uh, I don't want to say spur of the moment, but within the last like two months decided that it's actually happening. So um, we'll be driving. So making the trip up there and um, leaving tonight. So hopefully I'll be there by the time this episode comes out. (laughs)
0: Um, Putting deadlines on things.
1: Yeah. So hopefully make it up to Nashville um, in the first leg of the trip and then from there up to Chicago. But um, I'm trying to push for Paducah, Kentucky, to go eat at this restaurant I've wanted to eat at for a long time. So I'm turning our 10-hour day into a 12-hour day for food's sake. Stretch,
0: stretch, stretch, stretch.
1: Yeah. But... My friend Daniel and his wife Nicole, who we stayed with in Australia, they will be there, which is so exciting. Um, So getting to hang out with them will be amazing. And uh, he, kindly enough, got me a ticket to the Pinball Olympics. So I finally get to go. Oh,
0: fun, fun.
1: I can't wait.
0: Go and do what we do on this show and get second.
1: (laughs) I'm not even playing to compete. I just want to do all of the ridiculous things that Jay has set up. I can't That's wait. The few that I've done, yeah. The few that I've done at Pinberg, like when he would bring them there are just so much. Fun. I can't stop talking. I talk about them all the time. I've tried to do my own pinball and fix back with bells and just anytime someone will let me bastardize a machine and make it really weird to play. I love doing it. So an entire day of this is, Yes, please. I cannot wait. I couldn't be more excited.
0: I'm excited for you. That would be a blast.
1: <laughs> next next time. I don't I don't know if I'm going again, but next time, yeah, you come with me, we'll go to Pinball Olympics.
0: Definitely. Okay, it's a deal. We'll you be heard it team, your first. Team Pinball Podcast.
1: Ooh, we can get uh custom trackies made. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would love that. like it's day three of the expo you're still wearing them yeah
1: i love it um and there's so much like i know we don't usually talk about pinball news but there's actual stuff happening
0: i was not aware
1: (laughs) oh all right okay uh
0: let's go with the oldest one first here, I'll I'll do the bummer, and then you can do the cool stuff. So oh, um, We'll
1: alternate. You need to get some cool stuff, too. And there's so much to talk
0: about. I'll make it less cool. <laughs> all right. All, all right. right.
1: Bum, us, bum us out, and then let's get excited again.
0: Okay. Um, this has been known for a few weeks now, but uh, Circus Maximus is not moving forward with their project. So if you were waiting on one of those kingpins, um, sorry. Sorry. Um, it was a cool project, but as we know, pinball isn't easy and pinball has been particularly hard last, uh, well, I'd say last three or four years. Um, and so I appreciate the attempt to bring that out, uh, you know, a little bit more widely, but just didn't end up being feasible, but, um, you know, their, their booths were awesome at the shows they went to and, uh maybe down the line in the future but as of now project is dead
1: yeah that's unfortunate it was one of those yeah. things that would been really cool if they could have got it going and it's always hard to see someone fail in you know in this realm in our little world of things that we love because more pinball is always amazing so having more variety and more people making them and designing them is really cool. But to be able to kind of resurrect something like that and bring it back would have been awesome for it to see the light of day. But we understand that it's, it's really, really challenging to make happen.
0: Yep. For sure. Okay. Give us a good thing.
1: Um, okay. A good thing that I just heard about today is they're making a Ripley version of alien. Yes, and, they are. Oh, Okay.
0: Alien's <laughs> a very good game. It's hard, it shoots weird, but it yeah. is very
1: good. Yes. And uh, Ripley was the only thing, not that anything was missing, because I really liked the kind of atmospheric darkness and the colors that they used for the original art package and everything. But oh my gosh, it's one of those things you walk up and you're like, if Ripley was here. <laughs> But it's like apparently new film clips and she's involved in some of the art. The thing that I saw is that all of the artwork was like pending final licensee approval, but um but I can't wait to see because it's supposedly there's gonna be one at Expo, so I cannot wait to see it. Very excited. It's a very tempting thing if I was a person who had money.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool too, because they're gonna have their version four of the software, but that'll obviously work with all the models. So this far after release, we're still getting new code.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They've had time to work out the kinks.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Um,
1: what else are you excited them? to see?
0: Uh, well, I'm excited to see if the rumors are true that there may be Elton John announced by Jersey Jack Pinball at Expo. Right. I don't know if I'm wild about the theme for pinball, but... Will this be the third machine or fourth machine? Elton's been on or in in some fashion. Mm, um, Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Technically, wizard.
1: Technically.
0: Um. um he's got to be in another one, right? I, I does he? Does any of his music make any appearance in the Who? And, and Tommy. I was
1: wondering if he was in Tommy, but I don't remi- I haven't played it enough to know the answer to that question.
0: So huh. he's just never had his own.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean Captain Fantastic.
0: Yeah, but that's his character. Kind of. Either uh, way, uh that's been the rumor and it seems to be nearly confirmed, but not officially confirmed. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, but you will act, no, we won't see. You will see because you'll be there at Expo.
1: I will. I will see if anything shows up. Yep, it said okay. the. I don't remember what day they said they were revealing it, but it's during Expo, so yeah, I'll we'll be reporting I'll...
0: live from the floor, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, my reporting is just going to be me standing there looking at it, being like, "Oh, it's this." So as long as someone's standing around recording it, then yes, live commentary. <laughs>
0: What would the additions be, you think? You know how you've got, like, the Yellow Brick Road and Ruby Red and Emerald City for for Wizard of Oz? Um,
1: Mm -hmm. I hope that the topper is just a gigantic pair of really
0: gaudy glasses. Glasses? Yeah. That makes sense. That they'll probably go with a piano, though.
1: Yeah, but... Glasses, you can size up comically and effectively to try and do a oh. piano type thing, unless you were going to make it like a, you know, just the keys or something. like you want it to be big toppers with paint. Oh, I'm t- not
0: saying that's not what I wouldn't want. I'm saying what will probably happen because <laughs> if you did the giant glasses, you could put LCD screens in those lenses Yeah, you, could. you could have them display really cool things, um, or you could hide, like, lasers behind him that could shoot little beams down onto the play field.
1: Pew, 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 I'm 100% in. All
0: right, all of a sudden, it's the most exciting theme in pinball.
1: <laughs> Is a topper that may or may not exist and probably doesn't.
0: <laughs> and, and when they announce it, what's the Elton John track they play? Is it Can You Feel the Love Tonight?
1: I think from their from their teaser, I think they have to be going with Rocketman. Man,
0: Rocket Man, or Benny and the Jets, something like that.
1: Yeah, because that the little teaser thing I saw was like in outer space,
0: space so is like pretty a rad.
1: starry background. So
0: Here's the like... thing: if you're gonna take any performer, rather than just straight up doing. The band. I kind of like, you know, Foo Fighters has heavily stylized take on it. You got the alien stuff. But why don't they just make it Elton John in space? And then <laughs> it's a space theme, but Elton John's there.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm down for it. I like it. Yeah. I like space themed games. But yeah. I'm also just thinking now my of course my brain is going that um, giant gaudy glasses can't be licensed specifically, so we can totally make toppers.
0: We can and we could charge not apparently,
1: glass toppers.
0: We can yeah, yeah, apparently it. charge fifteen hundred dollars for them and that's a bargain.
1: Oh my god, it's insane. The okay. topper
0: economy must crash. <laughs> for the good of all of Pinballdom, it must <laughs> crash.
1: Uh, if people want to lock their money up in toppers and keep some, um, you know, classic sterns more affordable for me because they've spent all their money on toppers, I don't mind.
0: I I, I mean, yeah, it, it is the cost of a used pinball machine. Yes. But whatever.
1: Everyone's into different things, Jeff.
0: Yeah, I'm not here to yuck anybody's pinball yum until a little bit later in the show. We're not,
1: we're not topper shaming. Mm-mm. No. Um, okay, let's see. What else is coming up? Oh, I have something that's like horrible that I can't wait to see how bad it is. Uh-oh. Am I, was... I I know this is me being negative. I've got a hot take. I want to hear it. Uh, home Pin saying that they're making pinball that's not for pinball people. And of course, the obvious response being you already did that because you made Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> oh, that wasn't for your joke. That was for their attempt too.
1: Yeah, seriously. You
0: know what? Of all the manufacturers out there, they're the ones that's truly going to revolutionize pinball, aren't they?
1: <laughs> they're the ones who are finally going to kill pinball.
0: It's not pinball. It's pin all.
1: Oh gosh. Well, um yeah. So that's a thing <laughs> for some <It> reason.
0: <laughs> We can just end it with that on on that that tidbit, but we did get a reveal for another game, which
1: yes, was the
0: labyrinth.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited!
0: <laughs> One edition, ten thousand six hundred dollars, and um, hundred made. It has very pretty art.
1: It has very pretty art. Not enough Bowie. Can we discuss <laughs> that? There's not enough Bowie.
0: It's Bowie deficient.
1: Bowie's on the back glass, but then if you go get the special edition mirrored back glass, no Bowie.
0: Hmm, that's and a hard cut.
1: I know. From what I've seen, I haven't seen him on like the playfield or the side arch, so I'm maybe not sure. sure. I don't know if it was a licensing issue. I mean, you're making maybe a elaborate maybe- machine. You need more Bo- more Bowie.
0: Yeah, maybe what they'll do is in six months they'll release the awkward bulge edition. And <laughs> yes
1: please it'll be
0: literally bowie
1: velvet cod piece topper i am
0: in <laughs> <Yes>. oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so
1: in but We're,
0: uh is that gonna be an expo
1: yes they're bringing oh. it to expo it is confirmed um and they They just released, or at that point of uh, show recording, they just released a gameplay video with Bowen. Um, So happy for Bowen and Phil Grimaldi and everyone who's involved with making Labyrinth. I mean, anytime, like I said, there's a new pinball company that comes out, you want them to succeed.
0: But speaking
1: all the rad people who have been involved in the making of, I'm very happy for all of them.
0: Yeah, it's a good group. Um, I'm going to call him David Bowen from now on
1: <laughs> oh i mean it's not i can't really fault you for it
0: he might <laughs> like it. or bowie karen's bowie karen sounds better
1: yeah i see i still can't get myself to say bowie which is uh the more appropriate pronunciation because ever since i was a kid it was always david bowie like when i was a kid
0: wait a minute bowie right. in space they did that on on flight of the concords see Put it in space and it's better. Everything's better in space. But but this is Labyrinth, so it's not really. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm excited that you can play that. Um, and again, you'll be recording live from the show floor. So we'll hear those. Impressions Everyone around place.
1: me is going to wonder why every time I walk up to a game, I'm going to say, coming to you live. <laughs>
0: I'm going to look around for a camera. But...
1: <laughs> Just delusional. So, yeah, yeah, lots of exciting stuff coming up.
0: Absolutely. That's all Mm -hmm. I know of as far as news. But do you know anything else?
1: I mean, not that's coming to mind right now. I think I'm a little overwhelmed by some of the things that I'm excited about because they're very exciting.
0: They're near and dear to you.
1: Yeah, genuinely. Uh, Not right, though i'm excited to see jack and scott and all of the pen pals in chicago who i didn't think i was going to (laughs) see surprise um will be amazing to see everybody um but yeah it should be a ripper of a show jeff
0: yeah it seems like one of the best shows the expos had for a while
1: yeah it's you know it's my first so we'll see i will base all of my opinions off this one instance
0: (laughs) yes as a good opinion setting person (laughs) should do exactly my experience is the definitive one
1: um okay speaking of personal experiences and getting someone's take on them do you know what time it is i do
0: Hurry hurry up hurry up
1: It's yeah. time for the hurry up.
0: It's time to possibly argue or possibly agree.
1: <laughs> um, or partially. I feel, I feel like I've already, like we've already talked about some of mine.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Um, so, I think we danced around some of mine too. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, nailed it, slop shot, or bricked it. Just bricked to it. remind the people.
1: Those are the possible... Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll have different takes, but those are the hurry up takes.
0: They are. So, what have you got for me, Jeff? Okay, game number one. I have a creature from the Black Lagoon. Lagoon. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I've never been to the lagoon. Um, you have. That's a that's a nailed it for me for sure.
0: Okay, 100 agree. I still think it's one of the best multi balls in pinball.
1: Thematically beautiful. That's another one where it's a drive-in movie, but it's also a creature movie, right? So you have all of these layers to it. Uh, The animations are fun and funny, like, and get copied in other machines. Like how many different things have move your car in them or move car-esque, you know, parts to them. But iconic,
0: iconic, iconic. Absolutely not deep. And it doesn't matter because it is all about playing it precisely and better than the person who's going up after you. It's just, it's a beautiful pinball machine in its simplicity. I miss mine.
1: I love it. Love it. Totally. Nailed it. (laughs) All right. Are you ready
0: for something we've already talked about? Absolutely. Alien. I'm going to say nailed it on this one um i'm bad at it but i recognize it's just it's great it truly is yeah
1: agreed no fighting yet we'll get
0: there <laughs> Uh-oh. All, right. all right yeah um I'm, I'm also happy that they're running new games because that'll spur new cells and put more them out there so more people can kind of come to understand that it's it's just a pretty dang cool game all right yeah. moving on to my number two okay um this one's a little bit more modern um and that would be Led Zeppelin. Hmm. Um that's kind of a
1: slop shot
0: for me. I don't
1: hate it, but I also don't find myself wanting to play it. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely it makes sense. So I lean a little bit lower, like if there's a top level of Brickdit. But <laughs> sure. I mean Led Zeppelin's one of my top five favorite bands of all time. Um, I'm heartbroken that it's a heartbreaker, and it turned out just to be a black dog of a pinball machine. Yeah, that was some serious freestyling. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's just one of those things where it deserved more. Like you compare it to say ACDC, and which is different. so good. Yes, I played it again over the weekend, and I. Honestly, ACDC is probably still one of my top ten Sterns ever. Um, mm. Maybe, maybe creeping top five still, but um, Led Zeppelin just—it's just a little flat, and mm. that's a shame. So,
1: well, I feel like a lot of what they were trying to do is make space to have that new mech with the spinner that pops up out of the playfield, which is cool, and I like when it's people top. try new design elements. Yeah. But- that just leaves the pro feeling just so naked, you know? Absolutely Um, neutered. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's not, I mean, if you put me in a room with three games and that's one of them and I'm there for an hour, I might play it once.
0: Yeah. I'll put time into it. I just, I don't think that anything could happen with it. That would ever make me love it. It's not going to ever click the way it is. um, Yeah. Yeah,
1: right? that's not something where the code is going to change a lot,
0: right? It's just not. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Oh, it's me again. Uh oh. What do you think about Captain Fantastic?
0: Okay, I, I, I for me, it's a nailed it. I just like, I it's, it's great. I like it. It's um, fun. Yeah, it's fun in any way they're playing it. Just casually, it's, fun. it's a phenomenal dollar game. Uh, machine. Oh yeah. it's one of the best dollar games. I don't know why it just happens to be but that and I, I think it's just if you were to like take classic pinball and just visualize it in your head, it's gonna look very close to that game. Um, from the 100%. art to the layout to to everything about it. It is just classic pinball to a T. Yeah.
1: very much agreed.
0: Yeah. Okay, wh- weird. We are we're not, weirdly we're not cooperative right now. I know. Um, maybe one of our threes will create some uh, <laughs> non-sexual tension. Okay. Um, the third one I have is Flash Gordon.
1: Oh, uh, nailed it. Okay. And I know that a lot of people do not share this opinion with me, but I don't care. Number one, love Flash Gordon to begin with. Like the movie, the porn parody, Flesh Gordon, all quality things associated with Flesh Gordon. Um, The band that my best friend Robin and I uh, created and did one show on like graduation night back in 19... (laughs) Um, was called Flesh Gordon. So uh, general love of Flesh Gordon. And then it's the game that my friend DDT at Blair Alley Arcade in Eugene, Oregon made me drill, like rolling the ball back up the inline on the right flipper and then backhanding the inline drop targets.
0: Oh, and it feels so good to do that.
1: (laughs) It feels so good to do that. This was also the game where if I didn't have 500,000 on ball one, he would turn the game off and make me start a new game. So this is like the most purposeful learning to play, like, trying to build my skills game ever. So it was torture for a while, but, like, I genuinely love it.
0: Yeah. I'm going to agree. One, because it it um, encourages people to sing that theme song um, at least once per night, you'll hear it, if there's bat machines in the room. Um, but it does, it does a little bit of everything. It tests your reactions like crazy, um, because you get a lot of really fast... Um, balls off of the pop bumpers, or just the the slings themselves, side to side, that you have to nudge like a down mad in the upper person.
1: Field, yeah, yes. just yes.
0: It tests your accuracy. Um, like you said, lots of different types of accuracy skills too to get it back to the upper to hit those drops. Um, and then it, it also even it it tests your nudging a lot, like little bumps and bounces make a huge difference in that game to give you an extra shot on the upper flipper or to, to get it to settle into that saucer rather than roll through it. There's a lot of skill there. Like you said, a lot of people would um, maybe disagree and have a hate for it. It's probably because it beat them up really bad in a competition. And that game just <laughs> does that to you. You can go yeah. score... 3 million on it and then you turn around and in a competition you score 280,000 and you're wondering what just happened. Um, But it is a wonderful machine in my mind. I want one so badly but I love it. Yeah.
1: Love, love. Okay, well, uh, so far no fights. I don't know if I'm going to I don't know that now I feel like maybe I should think of a game.
0: No, no, no. no, no. Even if I agree with you I'm going to agree with you in a way that we argue about the agreement. So don't worry about it.
1: Okay, uh, let's talk about Tron.
0: Oh, okay. Um, speaking of top ten sterns, this lands in there for me, and it's an <laughs> it for me. Um, I am not. I, I'm on the record of saying friends don't let friends compete on Borgs in tournaments. And um, <laughs> this is one of the few exception games. Um, it can be brutal and mean, but if you're in control, you uh, you're in control of that game. Um, but, well, I guess the disc can really screw you. But it can. I love it. I, I love it. I absolutely love the um, Korra to gem or Korra to yes. ramp. The end of line jackpots, one of the coolest jackpots in Sterndom. I just it's, love so it's so great.
1: It's so great.
0: It's fantastic.
1: This doesn't sound like we're fighting at all.
0: <laughs> um, let me think.
1: Uh, well, the one thing I don't like is that there's a mode that you can only get in a special... Like, what's that? The, there's the one mode Daft that you Punk can only get in the, Yeah.
0: It's on the LE only, yeah?
1: On the LE only. I don't but my like... lighted
0: ramps are way cooler than the LE's lighted ramps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the lighted ramps are also really cool. It's just such a great... I mean, it's stunning. And, I mean, talk about a theme that's like minimalist and not hitting you over the head with stuff. It's just simple and beautiful. And the gameplay is straightforward and really, really fun. The combo shots are so satisfying.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite things about Tron as a whole, as a franchise, like movie video game and everything is that with Tr- when Tron legacy came out and what was it, 30 years later or whatever that, um, uh, Flynn still speaks like it's the uh, the thirty years ago language. <laughs> like he says things <laughs> like "heavy <Teddy> man" <laughs> things like that. I just love it. But, I dig it. All right. Know,
1: well, that was a very agreeable hurry up.
0: It, I mean, that can happen. That's okay. We can we can like stuff and dislike dislikeable things together.
1: Listen, listen to us being so positive.
0: Well, you know what? If you wanna put the brakes on the positive. I Uh-oh. got a hot take for you.
1: Ooh, do we have we need hot take music. Jeff's hot takes. Um uh we don't need to run out. every everyone am- <laughs> Okay, I'm in, I'm into it. I like it.
0: Okay. So, this is something that bread. I've been this is something I've been saying a lot in person when I step away from a game. Um whether it's league or local tournaments or something. And I, for about the last four or five years, I've felt very heavily that Stern needs to slow their ball down. Like, they are destroying good designs with pinball machines that just shoot way too fast. Uh, the pinball doesn't drop the targets half the time because it just ricochets clean off of them. Um Shots don't make it around ramps because you hit them too cleanly and they shoot too fast. I'm getting so pissed off by missing shots that I hit too cleanly. And because yeah. I'm doing it off a combo or something, the ball's going 450 miles per hour. Never mind the fact that it just destroys the games. I do not know why their coils need to kick that hard. And it's never more apparent than when you are playing some stern games and then, like over this weekend, going from um, a stern game to. Twilight Zone or Adam's family, and feeling like, boy, if I was shooting stern speeds on this, I'd blast the ball through the back of these ramps, like, immediately. But it's frustrating. It really, really is frustrating when you make a clean shot at a ramp and it can't make the turn because it's going too fast. And um, I think that there's just the general quality uh, and lightning of these machines that is apparent when, you know, they break or whatever. But I think that the speed... One is too much for the quality of the builds. There's just not enough thickness in the plastics. There's not enough thickness in the wood or whatever it may be. Um, but I I don't know how these games are getting designed um, with the ball flying around that quickly. Like, it just, yeah. they're a mess. They, you play any, any Stern game from the last four or five years, and they just shoot way too fast. And it's not about the ability to control it. It's about the ability of enjoying it. Um, and the rules do not match the speed of their ball either and i get so frustrated with games like rush make a clean shot it bricks off the ramp it comes back down or um ninja turtles you have one of a second to make a combo shot because that's how fast it returns off the ramp to the next shot and it's just ridiculous um they, they gotta slow it down like same with like, Jersey Jack games, maybe shoot a little bit too slow at times, but at least <laughs> you can shoot the layout of the game. And, um, man, it drives me crazy. I I don't know how um, they're going to continue to, like, speed up the ball. It, I, I'm not the only one that feels that right. Like, the ball is just way too fast. Like, it has to be okay. too
1: I'm going to comment on two things. So I'm going to come back to the main point here, but just you mentioning Jersey Jack, the weakening of Jersey Jack flippers, the more you play them is horrifically bad. Like it it is bad. It had, it came down to, did I tell you this at Brisbane masters, the final game of like, it was people who were on the bubble to go between a division and B division. Yeah. Yeah. The last game that their group was playing was on guns and roses and the flippers completely melted down and they had to move them to another machine which ended up totally screwing someone over who was crushing on guns and roses but it's like the flippers just crapped out they just can't handle it like they're getting weaker and weaker and then hot enough that they start to melt things (laughs) like it should not be this way (laughs) so I'll take strong flippers over the flippers that are just going to get progressively weaker as you play the game. However, from like a repair perspective, when you have someone who has an Avengers and the little plastic protector, airwall protector over the left ramp breaks, now they can never make the left ramp because the ball goes too fast to actually make it through the ramp if the plastic's not there. And then they don't sell the plastic protectors individually. You have to buy an entire set of plastics for the game, which is like $250. So it's like, if you're going to make them that fast, then make the covers and stuff that are supposed to protect them more durable. So it's like Avengers left ramp, the little horseshoe ramp on Mandalorian, the um, left uh, van shot on Foo Fighters, like shots that you hit hard that have those protectors there because they know the ball's coming in hot. But then they still just put, like, a little piece of plastic over it. Give us, like, some metal or something.
0: Yeah, weld. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, well, that's what, you know, those tight turn ramps used to be, is they used to be metal on the curves, and then they'd have a little welded metal piece that went over the curve, essentially. Yeah.
1: So. I get what you're saying. I mean, oh, I love, me crazy. I love a Fast game. I love a fast game and a fast flow game, but, you know, when you go to hit something or like left ramp on Ghostbuster, you know, something like that when you're coming at speed, if it's not going to make it up because of the speed, that's a problem.
0: It just happens so much. It drives me crazy. Or even like orbits will fly around so fast that the switch doesn't register. I'm like, come on, man, I hit that shot. Yeah. And, uh, I, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of issues with modern design and it's not stern specific. That's just the thing that I think bothers me most right now is losing a game because you shot too cleanly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did too well, Jeff. Stop that playing burns so well.
0: you. um <laughs> Yeah, I did lose a Foo Fighters game because the left ramp rejected a couple times and went straight down the middle off the ramp. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh I hit it too well.
1: You're so just
0: too good. Down. No, it's not that. It's the <laughs> designs do not support the speed at which the ball kicks out of their games. It's the worst. I, it's I also hear. bad that they're discontinuing Spike 2 boards cuz what are you going to do when Oh
1: my gosh. I can't <laughs> All right. So there was a Game of Thrones that we had die at a location like the board died and it took almost 2 years to find a replacement board for it. And yeah. then there was another Game of Thrones also where the board crapped out. And I was like, huh, how long is it going to take to get a board this time? Why would you make a product and give it an end to its shelf life by discontinuing making the thing that's going to keep it running? I just I, I hope that more people start doing repairs on those things because there's going to be a lot be of piles of dead that are Just sitting there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, actually. Sorry. We should have moved on to my point a long time ago. <laughs> I know. I, I played Heavy Metal um, last week as well. Nice. Yeah. I love that design, but yeah. I realized I love it way more as Spider-Man because it's flippers flip at about three quarters the speed, and you don't just brick all of the clean shots. <laughs> the, the stand-ups that are in front of the metal? ramp. Um, one of the guys in my pinball league has it. Uh, that's rad so yeah it's always cool to play that game it's, it's so rare but I do not love hitting the stand ups and just watching the ball bounce right off them yeah. a slow roller re- rebound takes them down but a clean shot they just stand firm Yeah, They're too fast but um, yeah if you play the home Spider-Man pin um, everything just works a little bit better because it's slowed down so.
1: alright well I've never played the home Spider-Man pin but i have played heavy metal once and it was super fun
0: yeah i did the awesome thing where i locked three balls and watched all three of them get taken behind me oh no oh no <laughs>
1: yeah
0: well i hit it clean i got it you know you get the captive ball and you knock it out to start with the multi-ball. i hit it clean it bounced straight up and right back down into it and it didn't start the multi-ball um and then the person behind me who ended up winning they got a multiball on their first ball because I left it there. And I said, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden multi ball started. Like, oh, <laughs> shut up, shut up. No, I don't want to hear it.
1: That was but- like my first Pinberg when I played Strange Science for the very first time. It was my first or second. And the one of the players, like the game prior, someone had locked up five of the six balls or whatever. Ooh. And then someone just locked one and all of a sudden they're in six ball multi-ball at 12x play field multiplier which is just yep. silly because there's nothing you're not going to get that back
0: you're not <laughs> getting get it around for our, no. for
1: our level you know like c division what you're not getting that back so um very bad attitude frustrating i know <laughs> well it didn't help that i had no clue how to play the <laughs> None of us did, even the person who got the (laughs) multi-ball. None of us had seen it before, so
0: super fun stuff. Nice little blessing for that player. Okay, I'm done being angry old man. Um, I don't
1: know if you're ever going to be done being angry old man, Jeff. I will. Okay.
0: (laughs) I don't have a reason why. Like I just say I will, but I don't have any actual... Back way up. to qualify that.
1: Cool. <laughs> so. Well, okay. Let's let's switch from the hot take to a cool take. What have you um, been playing game-wise that is not pinball-related? Okay.
0: So in the non-pinball realm, I just started playing Hi-Fi Rush. I don't know if you played that one. What is that? It's like, it's like an action game, but um, your attacks are done to the beat of the music. Um, oh. Think of it as like if Edgar Wright made an action video game and uh it's fun so in the entire game everything's all the music and stuff has a pretty consistent beat to it you can see elements in the background like there might be lights that are pulsing or there might be something else bouncing up and down but if you time your attacks to the beat and you're pulling your combos off to the beat you'll do more damage and rack up more points and it's a blast it's it's really stylish um it's got cool music like in the first 10 minutes of playing it had uh the black keys and nine inch nails um as tracks in the game and it's fun tell me Uh,
1: what is it called again hi-fi
0: rush hi-fi rush it came out probably a year ago i just hadn't got to it maybe maybe a few months ago um but it's really cool i've been playing it on the steam deck
1: that sounds great
0: Yeah, and I notice as I'm playing, I'm tapping my toe a lot. (laughs) It's helping me keep feet to the attacks. So it's a lot of fun. Um, I
1: like it. That sounds really cool.
0: It's cool. It's really stylish and cool.
1: You had me at Edgar Wright.
0: I knew that was the hook. (laughs) I was going to
1: get you. It's going to happen somehow. Yeah. Um. I've gone kind of in a very opposite game direction um, because I just finished, I played it over like a few days, uh, Detective Pikachu Returns.
0: Oh, how is, that? <laughs> is it it's just adorable? Cute.
1: It's a cute little like mystery thing. There's a lot of cutscenes though. Like I spent oh, I so much time. So much time. The game probably would have taken me half as long if, if the cutscenes weren't there. Um, but it's cute. It's a cute idea. Like it's fun. It's a really different kind of, like I've never, I don't like RPGs very much. So I've never been super into the Pokemon like battle kind of thing. So, um, this is just kind of like a cute way to go and like interview Pokemon about crimes or whatever. (laughs) So it was uh, a nice little distraction. Um, I had a, I had a, uh switch voucher like one of the nintendo voucher things from forever ago that i forgot about that i used for it um if i didn't use that and even though i did use that i think it's a little on the expensive side so like when it goes on sale maybe give it a go if you like um little mystery kind of kind of things but um i thought it was really cute just maybe at like a 30 price point
0: yeah that's kind of what i thought um when i saw it it looked very fun. Like The dialogue was really fun. Um, I, I had a couple of vouchers. Um, one I used, and the other I put a pre-order on Super Mario Wonder. And when I was on the plane in Minneapolis, I got an email that said, your pre-order has been canceled. I looked down, and it my voucher pre-order had been canceled for Super Mario Wonder, and I, what's going on? And so I looked at my purchase history, and it said that I had redeemed it for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is a game I own. Um, oh, but... Apparently, my kids got on to the shop, and they, no. they they just thought, hey, oh, look, it says I can download it, and I have a free game. So, I can't be mad about um, it, whatever. Um, it was just funny, which made but me think if you dick- already. if you I own, already... I own the, the cartridge of it, but uh, now my kids have it on their, their Switch. <laughs> it's okay. fine. I just was su- surprised. Um, surprised that I didn't get, like, any confirmation, like, sure, you want to do this, but... Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's it, it was my son's birthday yesterday, and it was all part of that, so that's fine. I suppose. Yeah, I got him that Spider-Man PlayStation Five, so he's all excited because he'll get the new Spider-Man game day one.
1: Nice. Right. I didn't even know that was a thing that existed. So, I here think you're kind of you came and went
0: ahead of me. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I, I'll give detective Pikachu a try at some point I'm sure (laughs) one of those like I'm going on a trip and I want a very like laid back experience
1: it is super laid back yeah almost catatonic
0: (laughs) (laughs) that matches my intensity level in life
1: (laughs) I like it well okay we've gone about twice as long as we normally go on these these days (laughs)
0: i'm not mad about
1: it but still under an hour which for us is uh, i will say still a feat so it's also ideal most yes very very much ideal um is there anything else that we haven't touched on that we were supposed to talk about today
0: i don't think so we probably Um, went above and beyond
1: we we really did. Um, so I'm going to take a moment here at the end um, to get a little bit serious and a little bit nostalgic. Um, this will be especially potent for anyone who's in the Portland, Oregon pinball community. Um, we lost an amazing player, an amazing human being. Um, Kane was one of the first people that I started hanging out with when. I was playing pinball in Portland who really kind of was that friendly face. Like anytime I would go somewhere, he was like the least self-conscious, the most open person. He just did whatever he wanted. He was so like free-flowing. You never knew it was going to come out of his mouth. Incredibly smart, just incredibly unique human being. And I loved him to death. And we lost him way, way too soon. Um, I took him to get his cat, uh, Badger, named him Badger. And um, fortunately, another member of the Portland pinball community um, was able to take Badger in. So he's staying in the family. But um, Kane was an amazing and wonderful and weird and bizarre person. And he's very much loved and will be greatly missed Um, and he had a peculiar love and fascination for, uh, the one and only Taylor Swift. So Kane, this is for you.
0: Remember this moment